This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another individual involved in GSA bid rigging pleads guilty. House members want a mechanism in place for veterans to report sexual harassment at VA facilities. And the Postal Service has been able to pay back a lot of CARES Act money, but its finances are still wary. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A third individual pled guilty to bid rigging of online auctions held by the General Services Administration. The Justice Department says Alan Gaines of Missouri conspired with two others to suppress and eliminate competition by agreeing to submit bids for particular lots and designating which co-conspirator would win a particular lot. The trio rigged their bids for these online auctions from about July 2012 until as late as May 2018. Gaines pleaded guilty to a violation of the Sherman Act and faces a maximum of 10 years in prison and a $1 million criminal fine. The State Department launches a new funding effort to help fight official corruption in Southeast Asian nations. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The $1.5 million program seeks one or two organizations to help ASEAN governments stop or prevent corruption per an international agreement those 10 nations have ratified. The competitive grant program is run by state's Bureau of Democracy, Human Rights, and Labor. The solicitation encourages ways to keep the U.S. government visible in anti-corruption campaigns. It's open to both U.S. and foreign-based nonprofits and businesses. I'm Tom Temin. A new audit uncovers potentially serious financial management problems at the Army's Communications and Electronics Command. We get more from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Pentagon's inspector general started the audit after a whistleblower complaint to its hotline. Among other problems, the IG found the command wasn't able to back up more than half of the labor charges CECOM billed to other organizations and an overall lack of internal controls around its billing practices. Auditors say the command may have violated both the Economy Act and the Anti-Deficiency Act. CECOM has agreed to make some changes in response to the audit, but the IG says several of its recommendations are still unresolved. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The organization responsible for identifying the military needs for weapons will release its principles for a top-down approach to data, software, 5G, and other future data-sharing technologies this spring. Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General John Hyten, says the Joint Oversight Requirements Council is currently working on the Information Advantage Strategic Directive. The plan will set requirements from the top brass for the military services to follow when developing and procuring weapon systems. The strategy will ensure they fit into the Pentagon's data-sharing model. DOD is setting up a review panel of last resort for those who are being forced out of the military. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. Service members who have been discharged from the military or want their dismissal characterization changed now have a final option for appeal. The Pentagon setting up a discharge appeal review board. Any service member separated on or after December 20th of 2019 who has exhausted all of their options can have their case reviewed. The board was created by Congress in the 2020 Defense Authorization Act. DOD is now just finalizing the process. The Air Force will be the lead agent in operating the board. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Over 50 House members are urging the Veterans Affairs Department to create a centralized spot within the agency to report sexual harassment. VA employees have a centralized policy for harassment, but veterans do not. 
House VA Committee Chairman Mark Takano and others want VA to detail what resources it needs to develop a reporting system. Congress passed a law earlier this year that calls for a comprehensive sexual harassment policy from VA. Lawmakers say veterans have reported recent incidents of harassment at local VA facilities. The Environmental Protection Agency is the latest to roll back workforce policies from former President Trump. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. EPA will restore official time and hand back office space to the American Federation of Government Employees. These are some of the steps EPA will take to comply with an executive order from President Biden. His order repealed three others from his predecessor. EPA says it will temporarily adopt collective bargaining policies from its 2007 agreement with AFGE. That's until it can negotiate and finalize a new contract. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Postal Service has spent most of the $10 billion in COVID-19 relief spending it got from Congress. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more details. USPS says the Treasury Department reimbursed them for $8.6 billion so far in pandemic-related expenses. Congress first gave USPS the money as a loan in the CARES Act, but later revised the loan into one-time funding in the 2021 Consolidated Appropriations Act. The agency currently has more than $25 billion cash on hand, but Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says the agency will run out of cash late next year if it doesn't move forward with a 10-year reform plan. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A bipartisan group of senators is telling the Biden administration to invest in secure 5G. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence Chairman Mark Warner leads this... Senate Select Committee on Intelligence Chairman Mark Warner leads colleagues in a letter asking for $3 billion in 5G funding in the White House budget request. Those funds would be split between the Public Wireless Supply Chain Innovation Fund and the Multilateral Telecommunications Security Fund. Both were created under the last National Defense Authorization Act. Warner says the funding is necessary to compete with China and vendors like Huawei and the 5G marketplace. And OMB is turning up the pressure on agencies to migrate to the new IT modernization and telecommunications contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the scoop. Agencies have until July 1st to lay out an updated plan for how they'll transition to the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, program. Federal News Network has learned that OMB is requiring this revised strategy in the IT passback sent to agencies in March. The passback tells agencies to describe how they'll meet the goals of EIS and complete their transition by September 2022. As of January, agencies had awarded 94 of 212 task orders expected under EIS. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. 
Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.